You are listening to the Holistic Travel Nurse Podcast. In this episode, I am going to talk about, or actually, it's not going to be me much of all. Um, I got to share what the corporate propaganda antidote um, had on their podcast about some researchers in New Zealand found on the nanotechnology in the Pfizer shots. And so just, um, if you want to watch the whole thing, you can go there. We're going to play part of it. Then we're going to play, we're going to talk about the Bible and what the Bible says about this. It's just bizarre and nuts. So. Showing nanotechnology in the Pfizer shots. It is to date the most alarming photos we have seen. Within 24 hours, the website and videos have been censored off the internet. Luckily, an archive was created before they took it down, which is how we got these photos. So here is what they're saying is undeclared nanotech found in Pfizer shots by New Zealand scientists. Shapes and objects were found in the Pfizer shots after exposure to heat and time and EMF. These shapes self-assembled into microchip circuit boards. And uh, what you see here are basic, like they started from, and when you look at the report, and we're going to have a link. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all in the research notes on how It starts they did from the, very small basic shapes of rectangles, squares, and circles floating within this, this uh, sample. And then over time, uh, the, the, the doctor, the, the scientist that, that had these samples, um, exposed, he, he actually put them in the car with him when he had to travel between two different sites. Yeah, so some, some heat happened. New Zealand was warm, it's hot at the time. Right, and also um, EMF was around, so EMF waves were, were being uh, beamed into the slides as well. So he left them in the car, he, he, then he came back and put them back under the microscope and he saw the samples start to form these more complex structures. It was, it was very, very startling. So what you see is literally the most rudimentary building blocks on the left turn into something like what you see on the right here, which I don't even know what, what or, or in, the, in the two below as well. These complicated structures grew um, or were grown uh, by these smaller building blocks coming together and, and forming this, this, this network. And with the scale you're looking at, it's like, what kind of, you ask yourself, I ask myself, what kind of frequencies would interact at that scale? You're not just talking about microwaves anymore. You're talking about terahertz frequencies. You're talking about things that interact with light, both ele- um, electromagnetism and light. And Ricardo Delgado from La Quinta Columna did mention that it's the graphene oxide in the shots that is necessary to convert those frequencies from one frequency to, higher frequencies. to, the, to the, the higher frequency needed to form these self-assembling microchips that hold all these functions to control human beings and monitor and track and trace you. I mean, well, I don't know what I'm looking at. Am I looking at a wave, a, a bunch of waveguides? Am I looking at something that's that and a microchip? I'm, you know, it's like, what are we looking at here? And the next slide is from the same experiment. And what is different here with these pictures, these images show that the vaccine was mixed uh, with human blood. So when the vaccine meets up with human blood, the white blood cells were annihilated and the red blood cells are heavily damaged. These images are like something out of a sci-fi movie. I mean, that I... Uh, by the way, these last two slides that we're showing you, all these um, images are taken in a dark field. Um, 
microscope method. That's why the background is dark and they're probably shining some, the, thing, the things that shine in UV or what have yeah, you. Yeah, it allows you to see, it allows see, you to more, see things. more clearly. So, so these are the latest um, images that have been found in vaccines. Um, we want to talk about the vaccinated humans are now emitting Bluetooth codes. So there's a, this phenomenon going on on the internet right now. You can look up Bluetooth challenge videos. Uh, normally, Bluetooth devices have a name on them. So if you go to your phone and you turn on your phone and you you see like uh, somebody's car Bluetooth or something or the phone. You can pretty much tell what it is. Um, but what's happening is that now when you go into a crowded room full of vaccinated people, all these anonymous Bluetooth addresses start showing up on your phone or their, their anonymous Mac addresses. One of them. Um, so there's these Bluetooth videos that are popping up everywhere. And I put a whole bunch of them in the notes so you can see for yourself people going on airplanes and basically everybody's emitting a signal. Um, and who's taking an injection. Yeah. And so here's an interesting experiment that was done in France. So a French research team stopped a random volunteers in a park. They separated them into groups of vaccinated and non-vaccinated. Then they were tested with their laptops Bluetooth and the vaccinated were registering an unnamed MAC address as each were called near from the field. So there's a lot more videos on this if you wanna check that out for yourselves. And yeah, we're gonna start. Tavon, let me ask you a question. Uh, what does that mean? in terms of a MAC address. Does that mean Apple okay. is part of this conspiracy? Uh, no, no, the, the MAC is just a, a machine address code. It's, it's, it's uh, all electronic hardware uh, consumer products that you buy, uh, especially ones that have some kind of wireless or internet capability or um, even things like you know, speakers, they have a, um, a MAC address so that they, they're identifiable wirelessly. It's a unique address only to that device that you bought. Um, so, so it's just it's a it's a hexadecimal number. And it has like letters and, and, and numbers behind it, and those string of letters and numbers identify that particular piece of hardware. And, and so you have billions of these all over the world. But that's only for electronic machines. So when people start emitting MAC addresses wirelessly, that on your cell phone you can like hit the pairing on your cell phone. Um, what what's going on there? How is it that this assembly of whatever, whatever is in their body is actually forming a string of letters and numbers that's a MAC address that's picked up wirelessly? And that's what people are saying. So each vaccinated person is disseminating a separate, unique address. Yes. As, yes. If, as if they are like a laptop or... Right. You know, some other electronic device that you'd buy from a store. They're emitting a code. So they are you part know? of the Internet of Things. That is yes. what this is. That is yes. what this is. They are now the wearables, the wearable tech we talked about in a couple of uh, shows ago is something that's in them. So we think that a lot of the stories you might be hearing about the mark of the beast is going to be this tattoo that goes on from this Microsoft micro needle. We don't. We think that might be a bit of a distraction to make people believe that it's not quite happening yet because it's already happening. It's in this vaccine. Yes. They're emitting codes that you can't buy or sell. You cannot buy or sell. Um, we're, we're getting towards that, that time. So um, we think they're already doing it. We're seeing evidence that it's already being done in human beings. Um, with that, 
we're tying in another component of these vaccines, and that's about gene editing and DNA collection, because that's another reason why they're rolling out the vaccine program. This is Hydra vulgaris, and this was found in the vaccine. Um, I think the first time we saw this was um, Dr. Carrie Madej uh, did something with uh, Stu Peters to expose this, and then she did some more shows uh, showing this as well. What Hydra vulgaris is, is it's an actual um, uh, organism that's in fresh water, but what these are that are in the vaccines, they're genetically modified Hydra vulgaris organisms. They've been found in the vaccines by Dr. Carrie Madej and Dr. Frank Zaleski. It was also found that dormant Hydra eggs contained in the vaccine become active, grow, and multiply when exposed to graphite tape or graphene and heat. Graphene oxide acts as miracle grow. Um, this is from a study, uh, one of the studies showing the research done using hydras in the mRNA vaccines. So you can go look at that study to, to see what we're talking about. Um, this is what this all means. Hydra equals losing our humanity. And I'm just going to put a quote up here. This is what God's order is. Um, God makes thing, uh, things according to its kind. God made the beasts of the earth after their kind and the cattle after their kind and everything that creeps on the ground after its kind. And God saw that it was good. But what these um, vaccine manufacturers are trying to do is make their own new species and change and edit our DNA. So this comes from the research of Dr. Ariana Love from Finland. And I just kind of paraphrased a bunch of it. Uh, Hydra vulgaris is a freshwater organism that has been genetically modified that's being used in the vaccines to carry a variety of programmed synthetic gene sequences and messenger RNA and merge this with human DNA. This process is called transfection. It is essentially the rewiring and control of the ancestral circuitry of human beings. In other words, the way God made human beings, they're rewiring all of that. So these genetically modified hydras have been produced in a lab at the University of Kiev. They have been modified in many different ways to produce almost 200 different lines of hydras. Some of the hydra genes have been merged with different toxic bacterias and luciferase. And CRISPR-Cas9 technology is what they're using with these hydras to recode your DNA. Now, on the hydra note here, I just wanted to put out some hydra predictive programming because <clears throat> this is a, uh, if you go to this uh, uh, college website, this is the biology department of this college, and they have a whole section talking about hydras being used in their work. And on this one thing called the playing card, they have the hydras, and then at the bottom of it, it says, Hail Hydra, um, talking about unique abilities that the hydra has. But, well, Hail Hydra comes from the uh, Marvel comics and, and the, the movies. So that's why we've got this pretty programming here. And so what is yes. Hydra? Hydra from Marvel comics. Right, so this, this particular was taken out of the Winter Soldier movie. Um, okay. The evil Nazi group that used injections to reprogram humans and also had its uh, main mad scientist uh, brain connected to uh, a super AI or he became the AI. So. As always, they tell you what they're going to do. I thought that was 
uh, very interesting. Some more of the technology that's been found in the vaccines recently are these fascinating, they're called micro bubbles. Uh, we now know what they are. They're uh, bubbles of graphene oxide found in COVID vaccines. Uh, there's actually a video um, of these moving and you can see they kind of like lock and move together. You have these little connectors between them. So they're like these little machines. They were found by Dr. Sandra Botha from South Africa while she was viewing one drop of COVID vaccine through a microscope. I think it was, I'm not sure which one she was looking at. It might've been Pfizer or Moderna, but um, what we do know about them is that they're microbeads, microspheres, micro bubbles. They're also listed as an active ingredient in the Pfizer patent and in the Moderna patent. They're made from graphene oxide. They are coated with gold nanoparticles and are used for scaffolding new DNA-based tissues inside the human body. They interlink by electrodes and can self-replicate via electrical pulses. They are used to deliver drugs or a payload over a period of time, which can be over days, weeks, months, or years, as the Moderna patent specifies. And we put that clip right here where it says that in the Moderna patent. So. People thinking, I got the shot, I'm fine, it's been a couple months. At what point is that uh, micro bubble going to release its payload into you? It could be years after you got the shot. So uh, according to the Moderna patent, that's that's what they're saying. Yeah. You guys, let's just take a second to process this because you know, yeah. I've tried to pipe down throughout this presentation because I'm familiar with a lot of this stuff and I want you guys to really take us through it for the audience so everybody can really grasp what's going on here. Here's my question. How in the world did they think they were going to get away with this? They, what you're taking us through is so pits of hell, diabolical, anti-human, and now it's all coming out. Even though the mainstream media will not share the truth and they're in on it, I do ask the question, how do they think they're going to get away with this? I, I think... Well, you go first. Okay, well, I, I believe that it was, uh, it's literally brute force. They went the brute force method. Straight up coercion, buy out as many people as you can, change as many laws as you can. Because, because that's the direction they've been going. I also think that there's... Um, this is just my own personal theory. I think that they have some kind of quota of how many people they want to get vaccinated because of the way these vaccines work, which is they pass from generation to generation. So if you get vaccinated, that's also changing the DNA of your of your eggs. So any children that you might have, if you can still have children, those kids are going to have those genetic traits. So they have a quota of how many people in the population they need to get these injections into in order to make the kind of change that they want. And I think that they kind of, they're like reaching that quota mm -hmm. because it feels like they're rolling back a little bit as far as the mandates aren't working out in a lot of places. There's a lot of pushback and they seem to be lifting some restrictions. So I think it's a combination of both brute force and I don't I don't know if they thought they were going to get away with it because well they just did it and you can't unedit your genes once they've been sliced and diced like this so right, right. well they've declared war they've declared war on humanity so yeah. that's what we're talking about here and uh, one more aside have you seen any of the video of these black eyed babies and these toddlers that are performing up and down refrigerators as you know as babies 
I have no idea if that what they're talking about is actually because of the shot or just whatever the case may be or maybe these kids that don't have any shots in them and they're actually superhumans because that's what they should be because for years we've all been putting shots in our bodies and getting the vaccines and now people are waking up and a whole bunch of people aren't getting the vaccine now what i want to say is i want to interrupt this part of it and i want to read what stuck in my mind when i was listening to this and just repeatedly was um Second Thessalonians 2 verses 11 thir- through 13. For this reason, God will send a, um, they, um, wait, sorry, let me start again. For this reason, God will send upon them a delusion influence. So they, they will believe the false in order that they all may be judged who do not believe the truth, but who took pleasure in wickedness. But for we, we should always give thanks to God for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God has chosen you from the beginning of salvation through sanctification by the spirit of faith and truth. I don't know what version that is, but he allows a delusion to happen. So let's go back to this. I said to my wife, because uh, one of our vaccine-damaged sons had extreme ADHD, extreme ADHD throughout childhood, and he was more than a handful, trust me. And I said to my wife, what these parents are in for with these kids, with these babies that are climbing up and down refrigerators at eight months, at, at a year old, I just, I can't imagine. But this is transhumanism. It's what it is. Yeah. 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 Okay, I disagree with, I totally disagree with them. I mean, there are just some children that are absolutely can be brilliant, and maybe there are some kids that are not so brilliant, and maybe there are some kids that with ADHD, I believe the vaccines have been causing massive issues too. Um, But long before then, I mean, I've had other friends' kids that were just brilliantly smart, and maybe they're supposed to be. I don't know. Let's go on to what they're saying. We try to tell them, like, do you know what they just found in that stuff? And that's the reason why your 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 relative is sick. So, um, y- you know, there are things that can be done, and we're going to talk about those in a little bit. So we want people to have some hope because there are people who have gotten the shots who are having luck with trying to, yes, detox some of it out of their bodies. You can detox some of it out of your body. Um, and there's other things that you can do to try to mitigate the effects of what's going on here. If it gets down to the actual gene editing, we don't know. We just don't know at that level. But there are some things that you can do. So it's not a complete lost cause. All right. Well, I know you have 12 or 13 slides left. So hopefully we can end on some good news for folks. Absolutely. Um, so just still talking about the gene editing technology, we just wanted to pull this out that, um, the big breakthrough, cause like, gene editing technology has been around for a long time, but they were never actually able to successfully complete it through to a couple of generations until they had their big breakthrough moment, which is just months before anybody heard about anything going on in Wuhan, China. Um, so it was discovered uh, for the first time they were able to get the technology to pass down genetic traits from mice to their offspring and their offspring's offspring. 
Uh, and that's from this article here from the, the UC San Diego researchers first to use CRISPR-Cas9 to control genetic inheritance. So now that their CRISPR-Cas9 platform was ready, their Frankenstein creation was all ready, all they needed was a way to get this technology injected into hu every human on the planet. So enter the COVID pandemic and the COVID injections. So we think that all of that lines up. Now we're talking about DNA collection. This is from one of our uh, older shows, gosh, almost two years ago at this point when we were talking about uh, Operation Warp Speed Exposed. Um, this is the vaccine czar, Monsef Slaoui. He was the one that was stating that they're going to be putting an incredibly precise pharmacovigilance surveillance system into every American who receives the warp speed vaccine and that the Google that Google and Oracle have been awarded the defense contract to track and trace Americans who receive the vaccine. Right. Um, again, just as a reminder, these are the big the big tech got the defense contract to collect DNA and track and trace every American who gets the COVID vaccine. This is um, you know, the, the head of Alphabet or Google, who used to be married to Ann Wojcicki, the sister of Susan Wojcicki. Um, and Ann Wojcicki ran a company called 23andMe, which was DNA collection, all about DNA collection. And so now we've got this breaking story, Sean. I don't know if you've heard of this yet, but this one company got busted um, signpost. They were caught selling at least 3 million DNA samples from the COVID PCR test swabs to third parties. So the real purpose of the PCR test is to collect your DNA. This DNA is used by third parties that are undisclosed. The DNA is then analyzed to collect data on humans and see results of gene editing from the CRISPR technology deployed in the injections. And just as a side note, and we'll have to go here in another show maybe, or it's a whole other thing, but all of this data from everybody's DNA that's being collected by all those PCR test swabs they're forcing you to take, all of that data is being run through the state of Israel. So we'll just park that right there and you can think about what that probably means. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. and, and we don't say things like that without having stuff to back that up. So again, Everything's in the notes. Go check it out for yourself and you'll see that what we're saying is, is true. So we're getting into um, uh, trying to understand how people are getting sick. Like if you've gotten sick or you've gotten the flu, um, why am I sick? Shedding transmission and protection. So expect flu-like symptoms from EMF pollution and shedding from vaccinated individuals. So the sets of symptoms branded as COVID are fever, headache, loss of taste and smell, achy joints, extremely fatigued, um, plus the other things that we showed you about EMF um, poisoning in, in the past slides, right? So we know that vaccinated people are getting sick because of the poison that's in the vials, yeah. but how are unvaccinated people getting sick and what are they coming down with if there is no virus? So we're looking at two different uh, uh things here we have the emf pollution and radiation sickness um with more 5g rating the public generally on the planet we have an increase of electromagnetic radiation you, you know these fields also go up and they bounce around and and the whole planet is radiating in these fields also you have more satellite networks that have been launched in the past couple of years as well so even if you're in a country that doesn't have the 5g 
um, you have to look at to see what kind of uh, satellite traffic is going on above you as well. Uh, that, that also increases the background radiation. And the second way of the shedding or transmission from the VAX, um, this is with one of our earlier presentations where we talked about studies and reports showing how that there's something, um, you know, there's something that's being spread from VAX to unvaxed. Um, billions of people are vaccinated with nanotech that emit a signal um, that are adding to the radiation in the atmosphere. And as we now know, that, that study in combination with what we were talking about in the previous show, that was before the Bluetooth, Bluetooth um, challenge. Yeah. But now we know for sure that signals indeed are being emitted from people who have been injected. So like people, vaccinated people, are the new cell towers that are emitting radiation around you. Hmm. Um, there's a couple of studies too to back this up. Vaccinated people making the unvaccinated sick. So we covered shedding and transmission, as we said in our last shows, in depth. But we believe that the sickness is being transmitted from the vaccinated to the unvaccinated through on an energetic level. And we talked all about that uh, via the morphogenic field. So be sure to uh, check that out. Uh, as a reminder, we showed examples of how this works in our main presentation. And uh, so we would just want to add to that, that there's this documentation that shows that the knowledge and intent of the vaccine manufacturers um, was to promote the shedding of vaccination symptoms to the unvaccinated by the vaccinated. So this is from John Hopkins. It's self-spreading vaccines, also called self-disseminating vaccines. Dr. Lee Merritt talked about that as well. So they know that vaccinated people are going to spread um, sickness or symptoms to unvaccinated people, something. They're spreading something to unvaccinated people. And also in the Pfizer documents, they admit that the experimental mRNA trial subjects are super spreaders who transmit disease to the unvaxxed. During Pfizer's clinical trials, it's cleverly termed occupational exposure. And this is an excellent interview with Karen Kingston um, on Greg Hunter talking all about that. And uh, she goes through where uh, the Pfizer patents say that. So let's talk about there's two ways to protect yourself. The first one is to clean your environment. And the next one is to boost your immune system. So first, we're going to talk about cleaning your environment from the toxic EMF uh, radiation around you. Okay, so um, since the transmission of sickness is happening through the morphogenic field, there are things you can do to clean the morphogenic field or uh, to change and clean up the energy. Now, our Oregon products are based on scientific data that shows a unique way in which they work. Now, we use all kinds of minerals, shungite, iron oxide, steel, quartz, and brass powders to mix into an, uh, a... Okay, I'm going to have you just go and watch the rest of that about how to protect yourself from the EMF. And there's so many different devices. I literally think being in a brick building um, protects you for some reason with some of the EMF. I don't know about how long the person after they get the jab is shedding and spreading. I mean, this is like something out of a sci-fi movie that if you could just sit back and watch it and you're just like, I can't believe this is happening. That's how I feel. I do not know how you feel um, regards to this diabolical injustice, inhumane, disgusting things that we're seeing from people taking a vaccine they think is a vaccine to protect them against something that maybe not even existing. It's just mind-blowing at this point mind-blowing 
And uh, anyways, he, he, there's a, like 20 more minutes of his, um, so you can go to the SGT report, and um, this was on February 7th that this posted. Go listen to the whole thing and do your own research. Do your own research and share this. Thank you.